We are looking this week in our wonderful day in the Lord broadcast at the armor of God is found in Ephesians chapter 6. What a beautiful passage of scripture this is, uh, these metaphors that really speak to our life and to our need to, to resist the evil forces that want to destroy us. Uh, we found in verse 13, we're to put on the full armor of God, and there's six pieces of armor that Paul is describing. This is the same kind of armor the Roman soldiers would wear in a physical form, and he is taking that and making a direct link to the spiritual armor that we need to stand against the forces of evil. Uh, yesterday, we looked at the very first one, which is the uh, in verse 14, he said, Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth. So the belt of truth is essential, and uh, it really, you cannot even be a Christian without the understanding of certain uh, truths. He moves on, however, to, to the next one, and have you put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the breastplate, of course, was uh, very vital. It, it covered and protected the organs, the essential organs of the human body. Uh, with uh, A soldier going into battle without this breastplate really was open to destruction. And so while it couldn't protect against everything, it was a big help. And so they wore this breastplate to protect the, the vital organs that would sustain life. And so Paul looks at that and he says, we need the breastplate of righteousness. When it comes to this term righteousness, we've got a bit of a problem. Is he talking about our, our positional righteousness in Christ, or is he talking about a practical righteousness? And I think the answer to that is yes. <laughs> I think he's probably speaking of both. Let's start with positional. Uh, it says in probably the greatest verse in Scripture to describe the transaction, we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, uh, these words, He made him who knew no sin, that's Christ, to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Some have called this the great exchange. Jesus Christ, the Holy One, the Righteous One, who had never sinned, uh, took our sins upon himself on the cross. And so our sins have been taken to him, and in exchange for those who are believers, those followers of Christ, we have been given the righteousness of God. And so what an exchange. He took our sin, and we are given his righteousness. Now, this is the positional righteousness I was talking about. Uh, as Christians now, if we're saved, if the Lord has, uh, has saved us, re regenerated us, uh, we are now righteous before God. The Lord looks at us through the eyes of, uh, as if he was looking at Christ. And we have the purity, the righteousness, even the holiness of Christ, that is what is there as positionally true, no matter how you live, no matter if right now you are struggling deeply and losing the battle against the forces of evil and you're in sin, uh, nevertheless, if you are truly a Christian, uh, you are righteous before God because Christ has taken your sin, past, present, and future, upon himself and in exchange has given us his very righteousness, and so we have the righteousness of God. This is positional righteousness. This is who we are, no matter how we live. But there is a practical righteousness as well. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, Paul tells uh, Timothy and those who he was ministering to that they were to pursue righteousness. He was talking there to Christians, not to unbelievers. And he was saying to them that as Christians, as believers— who are who have already been made righteous. You are righteous before God. You are right before Him. Matter of fact, that term righteous could be translated justified. You have been justified. 
before him. And, and he's saying uh, to, to those kind of people, now you pursue righteousness. That is, you pursue the kind of life that is compatible with the kind of person that you now are. And there is our struggle. I mean, the positional righteousness is done. Christ accomplished that for us. We've got nothing left that we need to do. It's, it's done. But the daily righteousness, the practical outliving of a righteous, holy, just life is our struggle. That's what Satan is after. That's what he challenges us on. There's where he tries to, to derail us. And so Scripture calls us to pursue that righteousness. Now, he talks about the breastplate of righteousness then, a uh, positional truth. We are righteous before God. And then a breastplate of righteousness that protects us in the battle against the evil forces that attempt to derail us and destroy us so that we can live righteously before Christ. And so the breastplate of righteousness is absolutely essential. Every Christian it's sins, but every true child of God wants to live righteously. And by God's strength, through the things he's talking about here, uh, we can go a long ways towards that righteous living and hopefully grow in Christ in progressive sanctification. Well, we'll pick up the next one tomorrow. We'll see you then.